the offensive line is the biggest position of need for the New England Patriots in 2023? Well, the defensive backfield would like to have a word on that. Stick around. You're about to be locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful. Thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage and also your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On Patriots is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. So smash that subscribe button, download, subscribe to follow Locked On Patriots wherever you get your podcasts. And this episode of Locked On is brought to you by Nissan. The only thing more exciting than the big game is the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. There's only four days left until the Super Bowl. Are you ready? (laughs) The Nissan Aria, the EV for people who love to drive. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Patriots fans, thanks once again for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me here on the Lockdown Patriots podcast. I'm your host, Mike DeBate. I cover your New England Patriots for Patriots Country of Sports Illustrated. Download, subscribe to Follow Locked On Patriots, but let me know what's on your mind on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. While you're out there showing some love to the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. And Pats fans, your favorite team in Foxborough is focused on the future. Whether it be scouting for the NFL draft, or determining the best free agent moves to be made, the Pats are ready to make their push for a better outcome in 2023. But what is their biggest position of need? Well, here on the pod, you've heard myself, several of my guests repeatedly say the offensive line. After all, when your quarterback is under duress more often than not, when you're committing detrimental penalties and committing the cardinal Patriots sin playing out of position, you know it's time for an upgrade. But O-line isn't the only game in town. The Patriots also have needs at wide receiver and also on defense in the secondary, especially a cornerback. And if you listen to yesterday's 2022 Patriots report card episode, you'll know that I graded none of those positions any higher than a C plus. So there's a lot of work to do. And here today to help lend her wisdom and counsel, as she always does each and every Wednesday, it's the Countess of Class herself, the illustrious Claire Classy Claire Cooper of Pat's Propaganda and a Claire Perspective of Patriots podcast. And we will talk about the Pat's biggest positions of need, but the upgrades in Foxborough are not all about the on-field personnel. Pat's are making some coaching changes as well. Nick Cayley on his way to Tinseltown. Matt Patricia, no longer consigliere. Joe Judge reassigned. So into the fold are Bill O'Brien, Will Lying, Adrian Clem. But could the Patriots special teams be getting a coaching or advisory boost from a team legend? Well, yeah, you guessed it, folks. I'm talking about Matthew Slater. And we all know that the captain is considering retirement at this point. 15-year NFL veteran. Can't blame him for that. This would be his 16th year coming up in the league. Tire career played in New England, 10 Pro Bowl nods as a special teamer. 
That's the most special team Pro Bowl honors in NFL history. Moreover, that leadership, his ability to lead on and off the field, really earned him the respect and admiration of his coaches, his teammates, and really anyone throughout the league. But we know Slater hasn't announced the decision as of yet, but the fact that he's taking his time to do it really shouldn't be seen as a sign that he's trending in one direction or trending in the other. And he pointed this out during a recent episode of Tim Hatch Live. And I'm quoting Matthew directly here when he asked, when he was asked directly about his playing status. He says, quote, it's something that we're still very much praying through. He still went on to say that I have, I have to be honest, it's one of the most difficult decisions of my life. You know you have a passion and a love for something, but things change. Things change all the time, and it's not just about what I want now. I have to consider what his wife and family wants. I have to consider what's best for our children. So we're praying through it. I'm not closing the door. I'm not saying yay or nay. I'm going to take my time and hopefully hear from the Lord on it. And anyone that knows about Matthew Slater knows that his faith is deeply important to him. I know that when he says this, he's saying it with complete and utter sincerity. And Matthew Slater has earned this right. He has played in the league 15 years, probably will go down as one of the special, greatest special teamers of all time, definitely the greatest special teamer in New England history. So he has the right to be able to take his time and enjoy the opportunity to make this decision in conjunction with his faith and with his family. But it gets better from here, folks, because Matthew did drop a hint that if his playing days are indeed done on the field, that he may not be willing to leave Foxborough altogether. That advisory position could be something that helps to fuel that passion that he has for the game. Again, I'm quoting Matthew Slater directly now, folks. I will always consider myself a New England Patriot. Amen to that. Doesn't sound like he's going anywhere else in free agency. Big sigh of relief there. Not that we thought he was going to, but you never know in this business. Sounds like he'll be a Patriot for life regardless. Matthew continues, quote, so if I can serve in the role of a coach, administrator on the staff, that's something I would welcome with open arms. We'll see. There's always change in football, so we'll see how that plays out. But I think the Lord has given me so much and taught me so much. It'd be a shame just to end it with me. I love to continue to pass those things along to the next generation. Really classly said, uh, very appropriately said, and I think very sincerely said by Matthew Slater. And this would clearly be a win for the New England Patriots. If Matthew does indeed decide that his playing days are through, they can still benefit from his knowledge, his leadership especially for a unit that really struggled in 2022. Whether it happens is still way too early to tell folks. This is not an indication that he's willing to do it or an indication that he's going to do it, but it at least shows that it's on his mind. In order for him to mention it, it had to have been a thought that crossed his mind and the Patriots' mind as well. So for the Patriots, keeping Matthew Slater in and around Foxborough, a big win for the Pats. Wednesdays are for big wins here on Locked On Patriots as well. And in just a moment, Claire Classy, Claire Cooper will join me. Always a win for the pod when Claire is here. But we're going to discuss what positional priorities that the Patriots should have and what deserves their utmost attention. We're going to discuss all of that and more when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first, folks, today's episode brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Now, you've heard me talk about this mobile game app 
I can't tell you how much fun I had competing against my fellow Locked On NFL hosts, Chris Carter of Locked On Steelers, tip of the cap, nod to the gods. He was our Locked On NFL champion. And, you know, much like the New England Patriots, not really a good year for Locked On Patriots and Ultimate Football GM, but much like Bill Belichick, much like the Patriots, we're back building. We're getting ready to come back stronger and better than ever. But you, it's now time for you to compete. And we'll get to that in just a moment. But if you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise, your dream can come true. And this game is definitely for you. You'll manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, lead your team to glory while trying to build a dynasty. With Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise. You hire the right coaches, the right coordinators, training players, navigating your franchise through the free agency, through the draft period, all the ups and downs of a season, all this in a realistic and challenging game world. And Ultimate Football GM is completely free, and it's playable offline too, so you can play on the go as you want, when you want to. We've created a locked-on league for you to compete against the locked-on fans all over the world. Can you be the ultimate locked-on football GM? Choose locked-on in the league app to join and you can create a football dynasty. Locked On Patriots listeners, listen up, because you can get a 100% free boost to your franchise when using the promo code Locked On. That's all caps. That's Locked On in all caps, so make sure to check it out today in the game store. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today patriots fans it would not be wednesday without a gracious visit from the midweek monarch of locked on patriots the illustrious claire classic claire cooper of pat's propaganda and fpc patriots joins me today welcome back to the pod counters oh thank you for having me back it's always <laughs> i'm always never sure just in case the previous episode went a little bit dicey <laughs> Where, where, whenever, wherever that may be, we're always glad you decide to join us here on a Wednesday. Remember that, Claire. This is the midweek. This was created for you, my friend. We are glad to have you here. And, Claire, Patriots fandom is really, really excited about a lot of things right now in the upcoming 2023 season. New look coaching staff, a lot of new faces coming in. Um, the Patriots fans obviously excited about the draft. There's a lot of college scouting activities going on. East-West Shrine Bowl, the Senior Bowl, the Draft Combine coming up at the end of the month. Big Patriots presence at all of these events. But, Claire, it's easy to forget that free agency is actually the first order of business for the new league year. And you and I previously discussed these must-keep free agents that are on the Patriots roster. Um, mm -hmm. But even keeping these internal free agents in the fold doesn't solve all of the problems. If Patriots brass wants to improve, in 2023, they have got to identify positions of need first. So we're going to play a little game of pick them here, Claire. I thought this would be a fun midweek activity. <laughs> you are the GM, Claire Cooper, uh, not the tight ends coach. So don't get too excited, Claire, but I'm talking about the GM right now. You're crafting this 2023 Patriots roster. Like what I did there, folks? A little analogy. No, I did. I did. Crap. That's very yep. good. Yep. That's right. See, there you go. Bravo, um, bravo. So you're putting this roster together. Mm -hmm. Let's start on the defensive side of the ball because we always start on offense. And you know what? Defense wins championships. So we're going to start on defense this week. 
what's your greater position of need? The defensive front, specifically the defensive line, or the cornerback position? See, this is tricky because if you think about the defense that the Patriots had like last season or what you know, 2022 season, the season we we have just exited, if you like, the defense was was the strength of the team. And so when you start to think about it, you don't want to mess about with something that's, you know, really good. But I mean, we talked about the free agents last episode. And yes, there are some individuals that they need to make a choice with regards to because they're out of contract, they're free agents. And I think that the, the real key there was an individual that was sort of falls more into the cornerback position. And we and we talked about John Jones. And I know we said how significant it is sort of for him to remain. So you look at the defense as a whole as you're talking. And and I think with regards to that, I've got to pick, and I'm quite surprised at myself for this. And I've <laughs> got to pick cornerback because when you look at what they've sort of what they've got at the moment, when you when you discuss John Jones and the regards that he's a free agent, after him on the roster, I went over to patriots.com and had a look at what their unofficial roster was. When you look at um left cornerback, you've got John Jones, then you've got Jack Jones, then you've got Marcus Jones. Now, we're not actually 100% sure what's going on with Jack Jones. And yes, he's showing up on the system. He's on, I think he's on reserve, I believe, IR slash reserve or something like that. So his name's still there, but so is Jake Bailey. So that's a little bit of a, is he coming back? Is he going to come back in that capacity? You know, is there going to be a falling out, that sort of thing? I, I don't know how much uh, the moment as of the 8th of February mm-hmm. is really set in regards to Jack Jones coming back. So then if you were to lose John Jones in free agency and then you've got this this sort of un- uncertainty, if you like, in regards to Jack Jones, bear in mind he's also, you know, only on his second year as a rookie and he, he has got some weakness still. He's a very good player, don't get me wrong, but there was still some weakness in regards to his performance in 2022. So as for a number one cornerback, that's something that's so significant sort of nowadays, if you like, in, in the NFL, mm-hmm. they're looking a little bit shaky. Now, I looked at the sort of the rest of the cornerbacks and the right cornerback, and you've got Jalen Mills, then you've got Miles Bryant and Sean Wade. And I mean, mm-hmm. with no disrespect to these individuals, it kind of made me go, ooh, cornerback. Ooh, it's really not <laughs> looking very good. Now, they drafted two cornerbacks last year in regards to Jack Jones and Marcus Jones. So you should think that like cornerback for this year, totally solid. But when you look at that in regards to the kind of uncertainty of if John Jones is coming back, Miles Bryant, bless his heart, it didn't mm. really do so great. He got outmatched too often. And I know that he's a very ferocious kind of player. And, you know, he had that one great punt return. And oh, it seems really lame to go that one great punt return. But it was. It was a great punt return um, at the beginning of last year. It might have even been in postseason, actually. Uh, sorry, preseason, sorry. Um, but, yeah, when you look at the corner mat list, it really had me a little bit nervous. So, for me, when it comes to that now... I don't know if the answer in regards to cornerback is ensuring that John Jones stays, getting somebody in free agency or looking ahead into the draft to sort of to fill that spot. That's, that feels a little bit above my pay grade, really. Um, <laughs> but I think the important thing is 
to solidify that position because it is a position that that needs to have a strength. Don't get me wrong, the D-line needs to, obviously. There's no position in a team that doesn't need to be of a strength, of course. But sort of for the sake of arguments to look at what I'm picking as, I like that, as as GM Claire, I really think it's dangerous to give me any title whatsoever because you know with great power comes great responsibility and Claire's (laughs) great responsibility always goes to the the tight endage department. So it's very dangerous to give me any power in the system because I'll just fill it with tight endage. So, you know... This is on you if this goes all to right. Yep. Um, there you I'm go, folks. John Smith position <laughs> change to tight end upcoming right now with general manager Claire in the hot seat. Yeah. That's it. That's what we're going. This is it. This is it. Yeah, I'll just move, I'll just move Johnny Smith around. Um, but yeah, coming back to the topic, I think um, I think a lot of Patriots Nation will probably agree that the cornerback is significant. And we sat here looking mm-hmm. at the draft last season. I know that my draft um, prep, if you like, went far too much into quarterback for my own good, really, and, and linebacker mm. as well at the time. But yeah, for me, it's definitely the CB that, that hits the number one in importance. The where, as I mentioned, is a little bit, I'm not so really certain where, because I don't really know who's coming up in free agency for cornerback. I haven't looked at the list as of yet, but I think for the Patriots to maintain someone like John Jones, I think would be a key. He's your number one cornerback. The thing is, the Patriots aren't going to throw a lot of money at it. And we've seen this in, you know, in those sorts of positions before. If they want a lot of money, Bill Belichick tends to tell them to walk and that he can, you know, he can fill the position sort of elsewhere. So, that's a little bit of a, does John Jones want to stay with the Patriots? Will he ca- kind of have a deal that's more team friendly, that sort of reflects that he wants to be a Patriot versus he just wants the money sort of thing? So that's a little bit of time will tell. And, and as you said, free agency is, is the next blip on the radar. So that's going to be um, interesting to see. But definitely for me, um, I'm going to pick cornerback there, please, Michael. <laughs> I think I agree with you on this one, Claire. Uh, look, the defensive line to get into, and then we'll get into quarterbacks in just a little bit, because I think you made a lot of excellent points that I want to accentuate. But when you look at the D-line and you look at the job that they did this year, and I talked a little bit about this yesterday on my report cards for the New England Patriots performance in 2022, that defensive line made leaps and bounds improvements when it comes to defending against the run. One of the big reasons why is guys like Lawrence Guy, Guys, you know, someone like a Devon Godchow really stepped up and played the middle of that defensive line, that interior, very well. They were able mm-hmm. to get into position, be able to stop teams from getting on track when it came to running, and that facilitates so much of your other games. It allows your your pass rush to be able to get into place and play in position. Dietrich Wise had a big year, especially yeah. a big first half of the season, because that defensive line was doing such a great job blocking up front that it allowed him to be able to play as a pass rush specialist instead of having to help out along the line and put his hand in the dirt and get in the trenches along with the fellow, uh, you know, tackles that were in there, and of course the uh, the interior tackle as well. So this is something that I think the Patriots have already addressed. I think they will address it in free agency coming up. Carl, uh, Carl Davis is a free agent coming up. So yeah. not sure, you know, what's going to happen there. The Patriots really like him. I like Carl personally. I'd love to see him back. It's a great guy to cover. But at the same time, I think they're going to be a little bit more focused on depth pieces there than they will someone that can come in and give you a start at the position. The cornerback position, I think, is very, very intriguing because you're right. Jonathan Jones is a free agent. 
Are the Patriots going to give him as much money as he'll get on the open market? I'm not optimistic on that. Uh, I, you know, and it pains me to say that because John is a guy that I think is so valuable to this team because of everything that he does, but there will be a team out there that's going to come in and essentially, you know, wow him with a pretty good offer. It's going to be whether or not the Patriots are able to convince him that maybe taking a little bit less here allows him to accentuate his strengths. If that's the case, I like his chances of coming back. We've heard that from John's camp that he is, you know, enthusiastic about wanting to come back. That's always a good sign. Whenever you hear things like that, it's usually a good indicator that they want to try to get something done. So take of that what you will. doesn't necessarily mean anything. But even with John back in the fold, you still need, I think, a guy that can come in, play the perimeter, and be able to give you significant minutes on doing that. Jack Jones is a good, solid prospect, and I think he will be a very good corner here in short order. But I'd feel better with one more veteran in that uh, uh, core. Jalen Mills, there's been injury history, like you said. So I think there's there's a lot right now that can really happen with the cornerbacks. But I agree with you. This is the bigger position of need, probably the biggest position of need on the defense, maybe even on the team as well. I agree on defense. I disagree on the team. (laughs) Why did I have a feeling she was going to? And if Claire is disagreeing with my take on whether or not the cornerback is the biggest need on the Patriots, (laughs) we definitely do not want to displease the Countess. Uh, what to do, Countess? Uh, we're going to, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to discuss the opposite side of the ball and we're going to discuss the yeah. offense. What is the biggest position of need on the New England Patriots offense right now? Claire is going to tap into her clairvoyance without the tea leaves this week, folks. And she's going to let us know what is the biggest position of need when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first, folks, today's episode brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Let me tell you a little bit about how they work. You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. That includes the NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, Men's and women's college basketball, so much more. The entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. That's right, folks. It's that easy to play. The withdrawals are safe and fast, and it's currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada. So download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. And first time users, listen up. You can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. And if you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. PrizePicks.com. Patriots fans, if you're like me, you, the holiday seasons are always difficult to stay in shape or at least keep your diet on track. Uh, Yeah, you can look at me and you can absolutely say that I am 100% right on that. But if you're like me and you look for a delicious treat but don't want all of the fat and calories, then you've got to try a Built Bar. We just got through a big holiday season. Valentine's Day is coming up. You want to get some sweets for your sweet. Well, Built Bar definitely will fill that need because it's not only a healthy option, but it's also a delicious one as well. 
folks, let me tell you, you've got to try Bill because healthy is actually tasty with our good friends over at Bill. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They come in unbelievably great flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. And I'm not sure how Bill does this, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. What's even better is that they're healthy. 130 calories on average, 4 grams of sugar, a whopping 17 grams of pro protein. And now you don't even need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Well, now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right, folks. Head over to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up to four. You can pick up, up to a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. And if you're close to Sam's Club and run in, grab a 13-bar box of our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Don't delay. Do it today. Pick up a box of Built Bars at your local Walmart or your local Sam's Club or, as always, at Built.com. Patriots fans, the illustrious Claire Classy Claire Cooper joins me here today, columnist extraordinaire for EatForPatsPropaganda.com, as well as the host of her very own Patriots podcast, A Claire Perspective, proudly found on FPC Patriots. Folks, one of the great listens you'll find anywhere in Patriots media. I highly recommend listen, download, absorb the wisdom and counsel in every episode You'll be entertained, you'll be informed, and you'll love it. So definitely make sure to do that after you listen to Lockdown Patriots, of course. <laughs> Claire, in the previous segment, we've talked a lot about the defensive side of the ball. We talked about needs on off, and uh, excuse me, needs on defense and the free agency uh, period that's coming up in the NFL. But you said something very intriguing taking us into the break where you said you don't believe that the cornerback position is the most pressing need for the New England Patriots in terms of positions. And you kind of intimated that that meant that the most important need for this team is going to be on the offensive side of the ball. Pulling on your clairvoyance for just a moment, Countess, uh, what is the biggest positional need for the New England Patriots heading into 2023? Well, Mike, it's obvious when we hit the 2023 draft, the Patriots need to draft a tight end. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. Straight face, do my best. No, as much as this I This is a I would very loaded tight end class, by the way. And Claire and I are going to exactly. do that. If there's oh. a year to dip your toe into the pool, Claire, this may be it. So don't scoff at that. That oh, may not be as far fetched as you may think. <laughs> okay, folks, thank you very much. Good night. Take thank care. You so <laughs> Okay, not but that. no, seriously, no, 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 let's no, not, let's not. Seriously, <clears throat> serious, folks. No, the offensive line, for me, I think the biggest need on the whole team, now that they've looked at the coaching issues and they've stacked up some coaches and they've, Nick Haley's left <laughs> and they've got a high-end coach and they've got an oh like oh, I'm so excited. I've, I've never, I never thought in my wildest dreams I would be so excited by the prospect of an offensive line coach. Thank you, Matt, Patricia. You brought this upon us. But yes, <laughs> now the coaching has been sort of addressed, shall we say, and it may even be addressed even more. The thing that for me is most important, I know a lot of people want to talk about wide receivers and I fully appreciate why they'd want to. 
-hmm. everybody wants that well not everybody but many want that wide receiver one that kind of really dynamic elite numbers on the board kind of player that will sort of help Mac in his third year and I fully appreciate why that is necessary the one thing I'd like to say to those individuals out there thinking this is if they don't pick up that expensive WR1 and they don't pick him up in the first round of the draft, for example, don't forget that they now have a different offensive line coach, one who probably knows the heck what he's doing. And the fact is that something like that could be a massive game changer. And I, and I don't mean that kind of like as a tongue in cheek or joking, um, literally as, a, as an explanation for how that, that could affect the wide receiver call that they've got at the moment. Mm. Now, I know that, Jacoby Myers may leave and things like this. I know that. And I know that Devante Parker didn't really hit the the high notes last season that that was really so maybe even expected, but he he did perform. And so maybe there's the sort of the it's in there kind of thing. It just needs pulling out situation. So I'd say don't be concerned too much because they may have some coaching now that is really able to coach up some of the talent that they do have because they do have good great wide receivers they're just yes they aren't those sort of that you know the deandre hopkins or is it um jerry judy who's available um those kind of yeah as, as people like to say number one but there isn't there isn't one in every single team anyway so maybe it's a case of it's there's not going to be one in the patriots and, and i think if we look at the coaching and sort of put a bit of faith in that that maybe that the patriots already have somebody that that will be coached to the next level to to really bring in you know bring out the numbers that kind of thing but for me as sort of as a long winded way round of saying it for me it's got to be tackle and it's tackle 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 I really think that they shouldn't just necessarily hit this in either the draft or free agency I think it, it's maybe even a both situation and I know that the the kind of the availability of tackles out there there isn't a massive sort of um huge class of of tackles that are going to be available in free agency there's t a couple of names that we talked about on one page it's place with um mark schofield uh what does it mean mm -hmm. yeah so yesterday <laughs> yesterday um and i know that murph was really really um excited about mcglinchy as a right tackle <laughs> but he's possibly an individual that's going to bring a bit of money. So it's it's if the Patriots are going to spend the money there where, you know, it may be necessary. So if they don't look at free agency, if they only look at the draft, I really hope that this is something that we don't only see one tackle taken off the board in the draft. I think I really hope that it's something that they really stack. And I know that you look at it and say, well, you know, there's needs everywhere. As we discussed, the defense, there are needs at cornerback and, and individuals like Lawrence Guy aren't aren't going to be on the defensive line forever either. But I just think the way that it's fell apart this season, um, the season we've just had, sorry, with regards to the, the lack of depth at tackle. I mean, mm -hmm. as, I, as I mentioned with the defense, I went on to pages.com. I looked at their unofficial roster at the moment. And I know it's, it's kind of only at the moment at February, but all they had on the unofficial depth chart for tackles was left tackle, Trent Brown, right tackle, Connor McDermott, and the number two for both of those positions, right and left, was Yodney Kajust. Kajust. Mm -hmm. Apologies if I pronounce that. Who is a restricted free agent. So there's still a lot of questions. Oh, I missed that. Oh, gosh, that's even worse. So, yeah, the, the cupboard is really bad. Now, I believe that... 
Is Brown still? You'll have to forgive me for this, Mike. But is Trent Brown in a contract year still, or will he be? He is, is he contracted in, through twenty twenty three? He is. Yes, he will be right, under okay. contract Apologies. this season. He'll be playing for a contract this season, but he is yeah. under contract for the Patriots in twenty twenty three. Good question. It was a two year. I, my apologies. I wasn't sure if he was on a year to year contract. So mm-hmm. apologies, my bad for not checking that out. But. Yeah, so you've got Troy, you've got Trent Brown and Connor McDermott, and as as you know, give him his dues. McDermott kind of got plugged in halfway through the season, and you know, played his his little heart out. He wasn't sparkling, you know, he wasn't fabulous. Now, I understand that he was, I believe, it was in college. He was coached by the Patriots' offensive line coach, uh, Adrian Kemp. Mm-hmm. So there may be a good link there. So he may be able to bring a bit more out of McDermott. However, when you look at that, when it comes to tackles, that's not enough. When you've got a rookie quarterback, I say rookie, Mackie still classes a rookie. You've got a rookie quarterback <laughs> who's coming off a naff second year because he had no real support when it came with coaching. He had a frustrating year. You need, and a year that we saw, how important the offensive line was. There is now mm-hmm. the coaching there to get strength into this, to bring Cole Strange into his, you know, next year and things like this, you know, to really solidify this O-line. So they need to give these guys pieces. They need to give these offensive coaches quality pieces to work with. Now that may be free agency. That may be the draft, obviously, but it, it, it's kind of got to be done. If you want Mac to succeed, as, as we've said loads of times, and we've discussed this multiple times. So if you're a locked on listener, I'm really sorry that you've heard something that I've gone on so much. But for me, it's a massive key because to me, it doesn't matter who Matt Jones is throwing to if he has no time. And I don't mean excessive time. I mean, literal time because the offensive line's falling apart. If he hasn't got some strength in front of him, he isn't able to go through reads. He isn't able to make the plays that he needs to play to to target whatever wide receiver, whatever tight end, whatever running back is out there. Mm. He's not going to be able to target them if the offensive line is weak and collapsing. So for me, having those tackles, having some depth, having that stacked is really what is the key this season. And that's why it's my most important need. That's why... Although a cornerback is is a necessity, it is something that they need strength. They've got they've got Jack Jones and Marcus Jones, as we pre-discussed. When it comes to tackle, it feels like they don't have anything other than Trent Brown, who keeps getting switched anyway, or possibly could get switched sides, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So right. there was unrest in regards to if he was on like the wrong contract for the position, that sort of thing. So you've got a guy who may not necessarily have been 100% happy with how he was used or utilised last season, and that's all that's all you're really looking at. So I think for me, definitely, long story short, apologies for going on, but I'm so excited about this. It's definitely number one need for the New England Patriots is tackle. Now, I think you make a great point. And I agree with you when it comes to the offensive line, by the way. I know I gave you a hard time earlier on that, but <laughs> I think you're spot on uh, because it really does everything that this team had wrong in 2022. A lot of it stemmed from inadequate performance on the offensive line yeah. and some of that was injury related some of it was not yeah, playing up the potential yeah. um, a lot of it was due to coaching um, and mm-hmm. you know you you have a lot of difficulties that can automatically be I don't want to say completely alleviated but they can be uh, lessened 
uh, by getting uh, adequate play at the offensive line. And part of that is not only utilizing the draft to restock the position, which I do believe the Patriots are going to do, but you also mm-hmm. want competent veterans that are going to come in, yeah. they're going to play the game yeah. the way it needs to be played, teach some of the young guys on this roster the value of being a part of a cohesive um, yeah. Uh, really, I, I think we're working offensive line, for lack yeah. of a better term. Yeah. And I don't want to really come at the guys that played on the team in 2022 too much because there were a lot of guys that played even beyond potential at times uh, mm-hmm. to try to make this team the best it possibly could be. Michael Wainu, I thought, had a phenomenal season. David Andrews continues to be an anchor and it continues yeah. to be the heart and soul of that um, offensive line. I thought Call Strange had a solid rookie season, but at times, but you have to expect that from a rookie. That interior is very well set. Patriots need to go after the tackle position. I think they'll do that yeah. both on offense, excuse me, both on the left side and on the right side, even if you're going to get a bounce back here from Trent Brown, which I still think he's capable of, folks. I think Trent is locked yeah. in and ready to go this year. You still want to bring guys in that are capable of playing that. The white elephant in the room, Claire, is the wide receiver position because we hear all the time from fans that they need that top flight wide out. They need that guy that's going to break the game open. We need someone who can take the top off the defense. The Patriots have never been a team that absolutely needs that to win. So I, I don't want to say I scoff at that because I think it's a valid point and I really do sympathize and understand with a lot of the, the, the fan base that wants that and really craves it. But this is one example where I do believe that wide receiver does have to be addressed in some way, shape, or form because the Patriots do need help there. You've heard several um, previous Patriots, people that have played on this team, that said Ty Law is one that I'll give you right off the bat. Um, Hall of Fame uh, you know, defensive back said there's nobody on this team that I'm looking at right now or I'm looking at the roster and saying that's the guy I need to shut down. Ty always knew that he was going to draw the coverage of being the toughest guy on the opposition, and that was his job to shut him down. There's nobody on the Patriots roster that instills fear right now. Now, one guy that is out there or maybe out there, according to reports recently from The Athletic, is someone that I had an opportunity to cover back when I covered the Chargers, and that is Keenan Allen. This one intrigues me. Uh, I've been a fan of Keenan since before I started covering the Chargers, and now uh, getting a chance to see him in training camp, the things that he's able to do. Keenan is one of the most gifted route runners I've seen. Watching he and Hunter Henry run routes in in training camp and, and doing these things was really a joy to watch and a, a privilege to see. I would love to see what he could do in this Patriots offense. I'm very intrigued by this. Great size, 6'2", 211. Uh, but this is someone that can not only succeed on the perimeter, he can succeed in the slot. He can get you yards after the catch. Health concerns, I know some people are going to point to the hamstring he had last year, but the, this guy is as good as a receiver as you're going to find out there on the market. So if he's available... I don't know, Claire. There's something something in me might be willing to, uh, you know, uh, to kick the tires on this one. I, I think he'd make a great match with Mac Jones here in New England. But that's just me. Uh, still not changing my uh, my assessment. You're still right, Countess. I do believe that the offensive line is still the priority. But if um, if they can't pry DeAndre Hopkins away from uh, the Arizona Cardinals, which who knows, things could still happen there. Uh, I still like the chances of the New England Patriots to bring in someone like a Keenan Allen. That'd be a, a, an amazing addition uh, to this team and to this wide receiving core. 
Countess, any parting shots uh, before we take our leave for the day uh, for free agency priorities? Because you've dropped the wisdom and counsel the way only you can, and I think you've been spot on here. So any further, uh, you know, regales uh, that you'd like to uh, let us know about before we take our leave of the subject? Well, now I feel like not saying anything. If I've done quite well, I don't really want to spoil it at the very end. End on a high like, note. Like, make a bit of, make it, yeah, I want to end on a high note, so I don't know. But <laughs> you talking about Keenan Allen, it really made me ponder because it was like, oh, if he's got a good relationship, I mean, obviously we don't know, so I'm just speculating. If he's got a sort of good synergy with Hunter Henry and we know Mac and Hunter have got quite a good synergy, it'd be lovely if that like rubbed off and then you've got like the quarterback, tight end, wide receiver synergy and it'd be like, oh, wouldn't that just be lovely to see all, all that kind of clicking together? As I said, I'm just speculating that it would, making assumptions and all that kind of thing, but that is quite interesting. So that's intrigued me now. So now that's a name that's like on my radar that I've got my sharp eye on, as you like to say. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, maybe a little past the physical prime. I get that. I'll entertain that and I'll understand <laughs> it. But he's one of only two pass catchers to average 70 plus receiving yards per game every season since the 2017 season. The other guy to do it, Tyreek Hill of the Miami Dolphins. So you're in very rare Ooh. company when it comes yeah. to people that can give you those yards. Uh yeah, this, this one would be one. This will catch the sharp eye, uh, definitely. And yeah. I don't think it's the last okay. we're going to talk about Keenan Allen here on Locked On <laughs> Patriots. But count us the tip of the cap because you always bring the wisdom and counsel the way only you can. Thank you so much for not only livening up, but also smartening up all of us here on Locked On Patriots this week. Uh, folks, catch her at Classy Claire on Twitter. You can definitely catch a Claire Perspective of Patriots podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I strongly encourage you, if you haven't already, smash that subscribe button. Some of the guests that Claire has on are some of the who's who, the elite in Boston sports media when it comes to covering the Patriots. And I can't recommend the show highly enough. And I truly mean that. Uh, it's really an amazing listen. You definitely want to check that out. And anytime Claire puts pen to paper, she always does a phenomenal job, as do the crew over at Pat's Propaganda. So check them out as well. And of course, you can always check out Claire here every Wednesday on Locked On Patriots. And yeah, Murph, stop yelling at the screen. I know she's on one Patriots plate each and every week with you, <laughs> lending the wisdom and counsel. Uh, but uh, folks, check check out Lockdown Patriots just before you do that. So, you know, Lockdown Patriots, Claire Perspective, one Patriots plate. I'm going to really, really get in trouble for that. But bottom line, folks, thank you for making Lockdown Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage and also your first listen every day. Now that you've made us your first listen, Make your second listen, our good friends over at Locked on NFL. All the news related to the Shield, including amazing coverage going on from our Boots on the Ground crew in Glendale from Super Bowl 57. You want to check that out wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, you might want to drop that subscribe button. You might want to smash it. And you also might want to download, subscribe to, and follow Locked on Patriots wherever you get your podcasts. On behalf of the illustrious Claire, classy Claire Cooper, on my debate, stay safe, stay well. Folks, be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone.